Hello again, everybody. This is Tim, and you are listening to the 11th one of the No Name Roadshow. Uh, super stoked, as always, to be with you all, and even more so with my illustrious co-host, Joe McCarsky. Hey, hey. Joe, where are you at this time and date? Um, it is September 7th, and I am in Harrisburg, PA. Awesome. So since the last time we talked and, and uh, we reviewed stuff, you've made quite a bit of distance across the U.S. So look forward to digging into that here in episode 11. Strap in, everybody. It's the 11th one, Tim and Joe and the No Name Roadshow. All right. Theme song done. Joe, Harrisburg. Why Harrisburg? I don't know. Okay, perfect. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> it uh, like some special. I've always wanted to go since I was a very little kid. Like I just heard this Harrisburg. <laughs> um, I came to Harrisburg a long time ago, like way, 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 way back, maybe twenty years ago, and thought it was really cool. And I've always wanted to come back, but um, now, um, now I'm here. But the, the way I got here was, I think last time we talked. We, I was in, where was I? Holy cow. I think I was in yes. Missoula, Missoula, Montana. Yeah. Like since, since like, cause we did the two stories. So we did the uh, Rocky mountain high and the pig story. Yeah. Uh, and since then you were outside of Seattle, like you hit like Spokane, Idaho, Montana, like you've been all over the place. So let, yeah. let's, let's kind of go back from like when you left Seattle um, that's probably a decent place to start. Sure. Um, so I left Seattle and I wish I could tell you the date, but being on the road and, and, and doing this lifestyle, you forget about dates and, and what day it is all the time. Um, right now, I, I think it's Monday. I think, uh, it could be Sunday. It could, it could be Wednesday. I don't know. It is, it is Monday, and, yeah. uh, which we'll call it, uh, I will tell you for somebody who's been locked in a house for the past several months, by and large, like that's not your, you actually are experiencing the same thing that the rest of us are. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, um, it, it's crazy. You definitely lose track of time, but, um, so yeah, so I left Seattle and you're going to have to bear with me. I got to remember. What well, so like we, I, I'll, I'll help a little bit. Yeah. We, we did, we did joke around and we, you did tell us about when we, when you were in uh, Eastern Washington and all of the beauty and desolation of being out by Yakima and the oh, uh, yeah. uh, Eastern Washington, like desolate, like super hot, but then some of the uh, like, some of the more majestic kind of components for it. So like maybe it's more of like leaving from Yakima and getting towards like Spokane. Uh, yeah. Cause Spokane right. you had mentioned like getting into, but I don't think we actually got into it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I left Washington. I left Seattle. Um, when you leave Seattle going West, it is super nice. It's all like um, Alpine forest where it's, Super high tree, super big pine tree, super green, super mountainous. Um, there's alpine lakes. It's it's beautiful. Uh, I passed through Snoqualmie where they filmed Twin Peaks. 
And then as you keep on going west through Washington, which I've never been to, it definitely changes to high desert and all the green just leaves and it becomes brown again. Uh, it was it was a couple of weeks ago, so it was still midsummer, and it went quickly from tolerable to not so tolerable, close to the hundreds out in the desert. Uh, really hard to escape. I don't have air conditioning. Um, so sleeping at night um, in the middle of nowhere in the desert, that's, that's always a fun challenge. Uh, so, yeah, I left there, uh, left Seattle, went through Spokane. Uh, drove through the the like the, the the small little part of Idaho and headed towards Missoula, Montana, which I've been there before a long time ago as well. And I remembered liking it a whole lot and wanted to um wanted to see if that was true. Like, oh wow, do I remember it the way it was? It was a little different, but it definitely still had the same vibe. Uh, it has little cute little towns, little like character neighborhoods that are super nice and um yeah it was really cool there I, I stayed there for a little bit i think that's where we did the number 10 podcast and right outside of my van i the day that we did the podcast i was had the i was at a park and i had the door open and there was a, a couple kind of outside my van um to the back of it just staring off into the distance away from my van. And I finally went outside and I was like, what's going on out here? And I looked up and the mountain was on fire. And it was it was crazy seeing uh, a bunch of helicopters and a bunch of like, you know, planes going by trying to put out the fire on the side of the mountain. It definitely wasn't, wasn't as big as what you see in the news, but it was less than a half a mile away from me. And I, I, I little did I know I was inside my van working on website stuff or doing something editing, but it was pretty cool seeing that all out there. And yeah, then, I mean, that's uh, kind of intense from there, especially to, seeing a wildfire that close. Yeah, it was really crazy. Um, and then from there, I went out to uh, meet up with uh, my friends, uh, Adam and Katie, who are the Vangelicos, and you can find them on Instagram at the at Vangelicos. Um, I met up with them and Pierce, who I'm not sure if I mentioned Pierce before, but Pierce is um, a guy that we met on the border of Arizona and Utah, you know, back, I want to say, May-ish. And he's from L.A. And he just came out to go camping or just do a road trip out to Kanab, Utah and met up with us. And we, we just met him that day, asked him to come over to the fire, you know, Hey, can want to hang out? And he came over and hung out and saw they were all living out of vans. And that night he decided he's never going back to LA. He's going to do van life. And he traveled with us for about a month and a half. And, decided, okay, I want to start looking for a vehicle that I want to live in. And he came across um, an, a couple that we met, this German couple. Um, he, he came across an Instagram post that they were selling their German Mercedes, like 
crazy German looking van that's all decked out. Uh, and they couldn't bring it. They, they, they traveled over here from Germany uh, with their vehicle and they were going back to Germany. But they, they drove from Germany? They drove from Germany. <laughs> they, they, like, they, holy crap, they do like an insanely uh, robust uh, van. It can like cover both uh, land and water. <laughs> man, we got to put this up on Instagram, the photo of this van. You'll be like, oh, yeah, it does float. That is pretty cool. Wow. Um, so they, they, it's a German imported from Germany um, to United States a van that they brought over that's been in their family for years. And it was a young couple, like in their twenties. Um, everything in it is German. Like all of their, all of their, um, all of their like toiletries, all of their supplies, everything that you would buy in a store is all in German. Um, and it's all in the van. So it's pretty cool seeing all that. So he bought that van uh, from them. And he's having a hard time getting imported to the United States. So right now, so the reason why I went to Bozeman is he's in Bozeman where he bought it from the Germans, has been been in Bozeman since then at his aunt's horse ranch. And that's where we stayed for about a week and a half where I met up with Adam and Katie and Pierce. So it was really cool being on the hills um of montana on this horse ranch did you get to ride it all we didn't get to ride it all would have been cool like it was a little too like we didn't want to impose that much got it um but we did go over and feed them we did go over and play with them a little bit not riding um but again i think what we were just talking off off um podcast was about the fires that you're having there we could see the smoke coming off of uh fires from wyoming and it was really cool because the smoke was so thick that when the sun was setting, uh, like two hours before setting, you could look at the sun, and it was so um, it was it, the, the the smoke was making it so easy to look at the sun. It looked like another planet, so it was like this orange, kind of weird, eerie glow in the sky for a couple of hours before the sun went down. They get like this copper color. Yeah, like everything. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty intense experience. Yeah, it was really cool, um, and it was real like, you know, oddly like another world kind of looking for for days that happened like that. Um, but when the smoke cleared, what we realized was there was all these mountains around us, but they weren't like super tall mountains. They were kind of like big, big, big hills. And um, where we stayed, we stayed in this big field. And there was elk uh, on the side of the mountain, like a quarter of a mile. We could see like 30 or 40 um, elk, like a herd of them going every day, passing by us twice a day, going back and forth. And that was really cool seeing that. And it was even so picturesque where on the top of the ridge of the hill, the elk would um, walk across the ridge and you just see silhouettes of the elk and the horns walking like 30 or 40 of them, 40 of them. And it was really cool looking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we stayed there for a while. Um, and then it, it was, you know, we, we didn't want to stay there too long cause it was his aunt's, um, ranch and we, we didn't want to impose. 
So we stayed for a week and a half. And after that, I started texting one of my buddies that is on the road from Boston and he skateboards. And I've skated with him a few times, all like, you know, in Boston and other places around the country. And he was like, hey, man, I'm about a couple of hours north of Bozeman. Do you want to meet up and we'll start driving back to Boston? I was like, that's perfect time. And yeah, I'll do that. So um, what happens in van life is the plans in van life are really hard to uh, nail down. So. Anytime you say you're going to meet up with somebody, you know, hey, I might get stuck here. It may take a little longer here. And the little longer here might be a day. It might be a week. It might be an hour. So there's no, it's really hard to meet up and really hard to do anything. Um, and that happened with me and Ethan, the the, the dude that I was going to meet up with. Uh, I had to leave. I wanted to start moving. So I started driving east and he was staying a little bit longer. So we finally caught up in. Um, Grand Rapids, no, I'm sorry, Rapid City, South Dakota, which I've never been there. And that place is really strange. It's really strange in the sense that there's Trump tents everywhere. Maybe uh, tents. I don't know if you've seen Trump, Trump tents yet. No, what's a Trump tent? So Trump tents are um, tents that sell Trump merchandise. Oh, like a roadside stand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like like when uh like when a team makes it to like the championships, like those little things that like pop up like all around the su- the side of the road to selling like uh NBA finals t-shirts or like Super Bowl for the city that you're in. Like almost like temporary like fan gear. Yeah. Um Yeah. And and <laughs> well, what happens to that fan gear when the team doesn't make it? Like where does it go? Like I only you know, I, I hope I can predict the future of what's going to happen um, after the elections. But I hope all that Trump stuff ends up where all like the failure teams go, where all their clothing goes. Which is uh, Africa, it is India, Africa, if I remember. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, because you always see like the uh, whatchamacallit, uh, like the people will post like on Reddit and other places. It's always like, uh, you know, the Cubs winning the World Series outside of the year that they actually had. It's like all of like these major chokes. It's yeah, <laughs> like the Buffalo Bills have so much Super Bowl winning gear, <laughs> probably floating around <laughs> other countries. But hey, a shirt is a shirt, I guess. So the one of the like, of course, like when you pass by and you're like who the hell would go into any of these places? And you see them all over the place. Every state, I, I see them in small towns, see them everywhere. But, you know, almost 100% of the time, I was like, who in the hell would go into one of these? Until I passed by one, and I was like, oh my God, I need to go into one of these. Was outside of this one, they had a huge banner of, if you... Remember the Rambo shot with him um, with his like fatigues, like his pants on, no shirt, eight pack, big chested barrel with holding oh, yeah. a machine gun. And he had like, what was maybe that the Vietnamese girl, the, the Asian girl, the girl like he met over. That's like, Ram- yeah, is that like Rambo two or three. Yeah. Like, yeah, he yeah. Had, like his ne- her necklace on. Yeah. yeah. A, <laughs> this so lucky imagine, rabbit's foot or like. Yeah. All, imagine. <laughs> All of that except for Trump's head on it. Oh, perfect. Well, I mean, it does match his physique, so that it makes does. sense. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Oh, this is tempting. I, I, I want to go in there, but there's no way I could make myself go in there. Yeah, you know, uh, what you call it? Get yourself a uh, tram. Tr- would you trambo? <laughs> <laughs> trumbo? Yeah, get get a trumbo like shirtless uh, bobblehead and just put that on the dash. <laughs> oh, that would. You oil it up every day. Good. Just look at these. Look at these presidential pecs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, after seeing that, I was like, all right, let me stick around um, Rapid City for a day or two, wait for Ethan to catch up. Um, went to the park, took Van for a walk. Um, Rapid City's pretty strange. Where Have you ever been to Rapid City? I cannot say that I have. If so, I did, I probably like just like blew through it on the road. Uh, I don't think I've actually spent any time there. It is really strange. Downtown, on every corner, um, and it's like you know downtown where they have a main street and there's like bars and there's nice restaurants and there's all sorts of like old establishments. Um, and it's a it's a main street. I'd say like you know six seven blocks, but on each corner of every block. They have these statues of American presidents doing the weirdest things. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, what do you, like, what do you mean? Like, like Nixon weird. holding a little girl's hand and pointing to a train. Like, the. Oh, <laughs> oh I was hoping for weirder. Like, like but like. <laughs> Jimmy Carter playing Xbox. And you're like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? <laughs> Obama picking flowers. <laughs> like, Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, oh, man. I just blew the joke. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt playing the trombone. Yeah. <laughs> Holy hell. I did not realize that Hamilton was in the high lie. This is amazing. They never they never covered that in the musical. <laughs> it was I was like. But first, I was like, "Why? Why are all? What are all these statues everywhere?" And it is really, really, really weird. Uh, so I, I did a quick look up. Uh, it's known as the Gateway to Mount Rushmore. It's also Ellsworth Air Force Base is right over there. Uh, but its nickname is the City of Presidents. Oh, that makes sense now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, a series of life-size statues spanning several blocks down. Yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So that must like. It's, I wonder if that's like that's your your alternative choice when you're not going to Mount Rushmore. It's like, well, you know, I can't get very close, so why would oh, I no. not go and see uh, <laughs> Bill Clinton painting a fence? <laughs> uh. Mount Rushmore is 30 minutes from Rapid City. Okay. And um, Ethan and I, like Ethan showed up. We, um, you know, chilled out for a little bit and kind of collected our thoughts. And, he, and we were like, well, what do you want to do? And he's like, I didn't know Mount Rushmore is so close. You got to go see that. And I was like, I guess you do. So um, have you seen Mount, Mount Rushmore? Uh, I have. So on one of my cross-country journeys, 
Uh, we drove up, went to go, uh, we we're going to try to spend a night and actually went to this hotel that supposedly you could see Mount Rushmore from. Uh-huh. Um, but it was like $350 a night oh. or something like completely ridiculous. And it was because uh, it was the same week as uh, the Sturgis uh, Bike Festival. Oh, yeah. And uh, we could not find a hotel. That was like the only hotel that had availability. And it was like at $350 a night. We were like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. Uh, And instead, like just slept uh, in the car on the side of the road. But all of the rest stops were completely packed full of people too. So we actually were like scared out of our goddamn mind, parked on the side of whatever it is, I-80 or I-90. Uh, as like every truck is like zooming past, like just rocketing across the country and you yeah. sit there and the, we, I think it was, uh, inside a Saturn too, I think at the time. And just like the, oh my God, terrifying. Just yeah. The least, terrifying. least restful sleep like ever. Like we, like we got up and we were like, you know what? It's not worth it. Let's just keep fucking driving until we get somewhere where we can, where we can rest. Like, yeah, that was, oh. uh, that was crazy. Yeah, the courtesy of the the niceness of Rapid City, those fuckers, um, they like to. So I, I parked downtown near the, you know, I don't know, was it is Truman holding Mickey Mouse's hand statue, and the like <laughs> right downtown, and I parked downtown, and I don't know, they they don't street sweep at normal times at eight in the morning like everybody else. No, they do it at. 1130 to one o'clock in the morning. So all I heard was despite despite they're not disturbing all of that uh, rapid city traffic. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, Everyone loves to park by the Millard Fillmore tap dancing statue. So we got to make sure we do this in the middle of the night. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So we went to, we went to uh, Mount Rushmore and I I got a national parks pass. Somebody gave me free an annual one. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm ready to use this. So drive all the way there. And it, you know, it's, it's up in a mountain, Mount Rushmore. Um, so you drive up there and that, that park pass doesn't work. You have to pay to park, to go look at Mount Rushmore. So, so even even though it's a national park, it's not covered under the national park plan. Right. Wow. Um, so go there. I'm like, son of a bitch. All right. Um, I'll go check this out. Park. Um, get my ticket. You got to go. It's like one of those. You got to get a ticket and you pay afterwards. So get my ticket. Start walking. And get to the entrance. And I have Van with me. I'm taking Van for a walk. Like, hey, here we go. Get to the entrance. And there's like you know, five other goofballs, just like me, older men with their dogs looking at the sign going, no dogs allowed. So we're just like, Oh, okay. We're idiots. Um, But I can see, I can see Mount Rushmore from there. But what, what's more noticeable is um, the, the commonality of cruises, Mount Rushmore and Walmart is the same people all go to that. <laughs> it's the perfect Venn diagram. <laughs> oh my God. The only difference between, you know, the, the, the uh, Rushmore people is 
I don't know why, but they're all super overweight, big people. And I don't know if they're handing out free ice cream to everybody, but everybody has an ice cream cone and they're licking ice cream, going to look at Mount Rushmore. And it is disgusting. And so here's the other thing about Mount Rushmore that I always find like hysterical is, well, so the first thing is like, like, even if you go through there, like you still, you're not, you don't get to be very close to Mount Rushmore. Like it's like the viewing area is still very far away. It's not like, it's not like the photos that you see from professionals where like, they're like right there in your face, right? They're at a distance. And the way that you can learn about that is ask any of those uh, cruise people uh, for a picture of Mount Rushmore because they don't have the right equipment for it. And it's like, I sort of kind of, maybe I can make out who that is. <laughs> yeah, it is terrible. It was the worst letdown. Like I was like, and that's it. Okay. Let's get the hell out of here. So stay there for five we, we, we desecrated, desecrated a Native American <laughs> sanctuary to put this piece of shit up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, so Walmart shoppers can go here. <laughs> well done, America. Well done. <laughs> it was shitty, man. Yeah, I want Like, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, impressive. You know what impresses me about... Um, the most, and I still like, I'm like, how that, how, like, how they build the roads and how they get all the stuff there? Like, that was in the middle of nowhere. Like, how did they find this and how did they scout this one spot? Unless they, like, you know, they asked the Native American people, like, where's the most sacred spot you got? They will do it there. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the, like, here, like, it's you know, an amazing thing if you ever get to visit the Hoover Dam here in, yeah. Ve- like, outside of Vegas, right? Like, I mean, it's the same thing, engineering challenge, like, unbelievable how they're able to build this monstrosity out in the middle of nowhere. But at least it makes sense, right? Like, there's the river there, like, <laughs> geographically, yeah, it's, it's a good spot. Yeah, Mount Rushmore, it's just like, where can we say fuck all yeah. <laughs> to put together? We're going to put white man face. In- <laughs> Treaty schmeaty. How can we let them know? <laughs> and include one of the faces for somebody who killed lots of them. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So you see Mount Rushmore. Um, you guys go like, so where you head from Mount Rushmore? All right. So after Mount Rushmore, um, we, um, we were trying to look where, where's a place to stay, uh, for the night. So we're like, yeah, let's look on iOverlander, uh, which, you know, that's my go-to app that I look on to, to find any place to stay, um, uh, overnight. And, and it gives good reviews as well. Oh, and, and funnily, the one that and, um, in Rapid City, I went on iOverlander, and that's where I found the downtown one. And I found it from one of the guys I traveled with from the Chosen Family. Um, what you can do is you go into the app and you register as a user. And you can uh, either view places to find by other users that have checked in or you can write or check in a spot and let everybody else know hey this is a spot that's good um for whatever reasons it may be that you know it's quiet it's off the road it's easy um it may not be easy to get to 
Um, there's all sorts of options that you can go into and tell it like, oh, there's potable water, there's Wi-Fi, there's um, you need a four wheeler to get in here. Um, there's there's toilets. Um, so the, the app is really good in the sense that it helps out with a lot of um, a lot of description and a lot of like stuff to help you know where the best places are. So uh, went into Iowa Lander after Mount Rushmore and found a place um what we thought was on the badlands so a couple hours out drove drove to it and it was sort of near the badlands it was probably about a half an hour away but it was in the middle of nowhere prairie uh that just wide open land prairie fields and this one long road that goes out to a minutemen missile site Oh, wow. Which yeah. was really cool. And we were like, a missile site? What's this? Like, I, I know from missile sites, we in, in Randolph, where I grew up, we had the Nike missile silos. And and I was like, that's got to be the same thing. Like the, you know, the Cold War nuclear missiles that they had these sites all over the place. And, and surely it was. We went out there, and you can walk up to this uh, missile silo site and you can actually look down through a glass top and see the missile right there. So it was kind of a weird feeling of like, holy shit, this is right here, this big nuclear missile. And you look down, and it's all like, all from as far as I know, um, I'm sure it's not active, but everything's there like it would be active. Right. And like it's I, a, one of those things of like, yeah, it doesn't have the warhead, but they could put that back on pretty easily. Oh yeah. Yeah. They could put that on no easy. Like just put a wick on the bottom of it and light it and that'll take off. <laughs> oh yeah. No, 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 this is totally fine. Well, how long would it take you to arm it? Oh, you know, 15 minutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, this is key right here. I just got to turn this key. But, um, so that's where we stayed. We stayed like a half a mile away from that. Um, out middle of nowhere. And that was way cool. We could see what looks to be like maybe, Badlands off in the distance. Then again, we don't know because we haven't been to Badlands yet. Um, so we spent the night there and got up in the morning and headed out. We're like, okay, let's let's go. Let's go to Badlands. Go check that out. So we went there and it's a. I didn't realize it was like a national park. Uh, I thought it was just something you could drive through. So go up there, um, get to the entrance and. Um, I end up my national parks pass that somebody gave me a while ago and she gave it right back to me. She's like, I'm sorry, this is expired. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, she's like, would you like to pay the $30? And I was like, son of a bitch, I guess I would. So, um, paid 30 bucks and it was so be funny if, like you it. suddenly like went off on this like tangent of like i'm not paying for this <laughs> it was close like the, the my voice was like yes i will like inside i was screaming like motherfucker like oh well um but have you been to badlands uh, i have not uh, i've i've only seen like pictures from like textbooks and things like that i mean it looks like it's a pretty for something that's supposedly bad like looks pretty amazing it is it is top probably five places I've ever been in my life of like the craziest, coolest place. It looks like wow. another planet. It looks like um, like the Star Trek TV show was filmed there. 
it's like alien world, alien world, everything the whole time. Like me and Ethan got out of the car and you pull up right after you pay, you pull up to this one spot and it's kind of like a teaser entrance. And you're like, holy shit. It looks off in the distance of like all these weird rock formations and they're, they're huge. And you don't know how any of this happened. And why is it so different than anything around um, the immediate area? Why is it so different? Why is the rocks different color? Why are the rocks formed this way? That's really strange. Holy cow, let's soak it in, grab a bunch of pictures. And then uh, about a half a mile is the actual where you go into the actual Badlands. And we thought we're in the Badlands. So we're like, oh, cool. Let's go check out this other place. Get out of the car, walk around the corner. And it's holy shit. This place is out of control. This place is so crazy. Like chins on the ground, mouths open going, I can't believe this place. I can't believe how crazy this is. This is crazy. Oh my God. And, and it, and I, I advocate a completely hundred percent of yes, go there. Do not pass this up. It's one of the coolest places. So if you ever, if anybody out there ever has a chance to drive and die, definitely go there. It is so, so cool. And it's wide open. You can, um, Ethan was talking about how the national parks he's been to, like he went to Yellowstone and like stay on the path. Do not feed the animals. Do not look this way. Make sure you breathe this way. Make sure you step that way. And um, this one, they're like, all right, do whatever you want. Go ahead. Climb anything. Do anything. All yours. Check it out and enjoy. And that's what it's And it's really, really, really cool. Now, like how far is that from like Mount Rushmore and – Raccoon, I mean, Rapid City. Maybe 40 minutes from Rapid City, maybe an hour from Mount Rushmore. So you could see like Ford playing Parcheesi and still make it there within the day to go oh, check yeah, out. Within, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it was cool. Um, so after that, um, we decided like Ethan wanted to go um visit his family in wisconsin and i was making my way back towards boston and i was going i was going to plan on meeting some friends in michigan uh that kind of fell through but um michigan's pretty strange in itself where i went to the lakes and it was kind of like being on the what's the lake that's chicago's on is that superior Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan. Um, the water was crazy. It was like crystal blue. It looked like Bahama water. I don't know if it's like that all the time, but in Michigan, it looked like completely like Caribbean water. Yeah. Like it depends on where you're at. Like Lake Michigan, closer to Chicago, not as crystal, <laughs> crystal clear. <laughs> no. Waters. no, no. Oh, no. Oddly enough. Yeah. Same place with like around Gary, Indiana, the, that portion of Lake Michigan, not nearly as pretty. But uh, we used to vacation all the time up in Michigan as a kid, uh, like up at like uh, the, by the Coast Guard station in Grand Haven uh, and others, other places around there. And yeah, like the more you get away from like all of the industrial places <laughs> that they used to just dump whatever they wanted to and like, oh, this body of water looks big enough. Like let's poison it. Um, that it, it's, it's, it's fairly remarkable. And it's, it's funny, like anyone who's like coastal always likes to make fun of 
uh, Lake Michigan and Chicago. I was like, it's, oh, like, oh yeah, that's not impressive at all. It's like, no, you can't even see the other side. It's not like a little lake <laughs> where you can see the portion on the other shore. It's like, you just see water and horizon. Uh, it's a, like the great lakes are pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, it was cool. It was really nice. Um, I was over by St. Joseph, which I guess is, is, is close to Grand Rapids. Um, but Man, everywhere I went, you had to pay to park. Like, okay, let's go to the beach. No, you have to park. You have to pay to park. All right, well, maybe I won't go to the beach. I'll just go to a park. No, you got to pay to park at a park. And I was like, ooh, Michigan, you're not making me happy here. Um, yeah. So I drove to Ann Arbor, which is only a few hours away. And, man, I don't know what it was. I wasn't impressed with that either. Uh, well, I mean, it's uh, Ann Arbor is a college town, right? I mean, yeah. that's where that's where Michigan's at. Uh, I was there last uh, last fall for a football game. I got to go to the big house, and like, I mean, as far as college towns go, like Ann Arbor's not bad. Like, no. it's, like it's, it's okay, right? Um, but like, I, I mean, I was super happy that we didn't spend the night in Ann Arbor and instead went back to Detroit because I think Detroit is a much better spot. Which is, I guess, in a way, saying something, too, about Ann Arbor. But it's true. <laughs> I don't want to be in Ann Arbor. I'd much rather go to Detroit. What? Uh, I did pass by the big house, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. it's uh, The crazy thing about it is, is that it doesn't look as large from the outside because it's actually built into the ground. Really? Uh, and when you come inside, you're like, oh, yeah, this is how they get over 100,000 people into this place. Like, holy oh, shit. Yeah. It is a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I left there and I drove down to uh, Cleveland and that was cool as hell. Um, Cleveland's definitely changed and it's definitely has a different feel than what I remember from years ago. It, it seems like it's, it's, it's uh, doesn't feel as depressed anymore. Before when I, went there, I felt like everybody was just depressed. Yeah. And now it seems like it's a little lively and, People are, I think there's always been a little bit of Cleveland pride, but it's kind of in that pride of like, you know, we're, we're proud of ourselves inside and we're just depressed looking on the outside. I but think it, it also helps when Lake Erie isn't on fire anymore. To- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. I hung out in Cleveland. I liked it a whole lot. Uh, my friend Kelly came up uh, from Columbus, went out to, to lunch. Um, went to the lake, watched the sunset. That was really cool and started getting late and we were like, you want to just get a a drink or something at a bar and, you know, with the COVID and everything, everything was closing down early. Um, so I was like, well, hold on here. Um, why don't we just go to a, a, a liquor store and get beer and just play cards and drink in the van? And th- like, that's what we do out in the middle of nowhere. Why can't it be no different in the city? And she was like, okay. So got some IPAs, went back to the van, played some rummy. And I proceeded to drink 98% of the beers. <laughs> <laughs> she had one. And the whole time she was like, wow, this is so cool being in the van. Like, this is way awesome. Holy shit. I didn't realize it was going to be like this. And it's just kind of just hanging out and real kind of campy, but super fun. And then 
you know, got kind of late. And she was like, yeah, I should go. Okay, see you later. Um, drive safe, you know. And she left, went home at like, I don't know, midnight-ish. But it was really cool, like just hanging out in the van. Nice. Playing cards. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, now, then, is, yeah. um, so is it Cleveland? And I, I should pull this up uh, to look on the map. But I, one of the things I remember about Cleveland is, is that uh, was it I-90 that runs through there? It has, it's like a, it's just like any other interstate, right? Like you're zipping along at like 60, 70 miles an hour, but then suddenly there's like a 90 degree turn in the middle of it, like on the interstate where it's like, it's basically like taking either a hard left or a hard right on the, like there's these signs that are coming up and they're like warning, like all these warnings all over the place. And if you miss it, like you're right into Lake Erie. Let me see if oh, I can no. find it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It's like there's yeah. like an airport. There's uh yeah, it's like just down uh like it's just past the airport, like right next to the airport. It makes this insane. Like like whoever put together the engineering for that section of the interstate, like I have zero there's gotta be a story behind it because it makes zero sense to put in this like crazy S curve that then ends or starts depending on which direction you're coming from into this really hard, like like 90 degree angle turn on an interstate. It's fucking crazy. Well, it's gotta be the same person that did it for Providence too. I don't know (laughs) if you've ever driven from. (laughs) Yeah. They used to have it. It was like, uh, in Chicago too, they had Lakeshore Drive made the same type of thing where like they basically built the road to like be around this like one little building, and like yeah, it was like, terrible. They finally like did away with it like, like probably like a decade or so ago. But like yeah, like who thinks that that's like, a good idea? I don't know. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 hilarious down the one in Providence. The it, it is definitely an S, but it's more like. You know, an L, then and another L the other way, not an S. <laughs> there, there's, there's no curve to it. No. It looks like they're just like sketching out things on a uh, like a piece of graph paper. It, do, it does, like Tron, uh, the Tron. <laughs> yeah, the the light cycles. Yeah, like oh yeah, no. One day, like it sucks right now, but one day one this day, road's well, gonna be we'll fucking epic. <laughs> Test everything. Everything's a test um, in, in in Providence and Rhode Island because it's so small they can test everything. Yeah, right. Like they, that's where um, they like all the fast food and stuff like yeah, that, like McDonald's Pepsi. pizza and yeah, Clear Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that was tested there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Rhode Island people. Like how like amazing that you're at your state of guinea pigs. <laughs> I I don't know why I have to keep rubbing the shampoo in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way of life here in Providence. Like we It'll get better someday. Once I fix that road. <laughs> I just want a Big Mac. No, sorry. All we have is McDonald's chop suey. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, so did you like you leave Cleveland and is uh, like was uh, 
Harrisburg now like your your next stop, or did you? Uh... Um. So. Yeah, Harrisburg. It it sometimes it's a blur of where I stayed. Um, last night I stayed in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, um, and I was gonna I was gonna just stay around, but uh, stay around that area, which is kind of north of Pittsburgh. Okay. But there's um, some serious thunderstorms coming through, and I've been having some battery issues where I need sun at least, you know half of the day to charge up my battery. So I had a piece out of there and head south to where it's sunnier skies. And that's, it's really interesting. Like that's part of my travels. Like, it's not like, Oh, I need to go this direction. Sometimes I just need to go where the weather is cooperating with me. Right. And and it's kind of cool that way. But, Oh, that's what I wanted to tell you too. So, um, with Ethan, um, my buddy Ethan that I've been traveling with um, way out in South Dakota all the way to about, I don't know, we, we, we met up in Cleveland again after he visited his family in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And um, I was like, oh, well, here we go. This is this is the something I've been meaning to do. And I asked him to be the first podcast guest of mine for my Mac Photo Travels podcast. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm starting up my own podcast, um, that doesn't have the annoying co-host and I need, I I need a co-host on it. Um, I let, I let, I let, um, Kelly hear a little bit of it and I was telling her right before about, um, another podcast I was on and how their voices changed once they, they came on air. And then I let her listen to mine and she was like, you just did the same thing. <laughs> and I was like, I did. Hello, yeah. sexy radio voice. Right. Um, so yeah, it's uh, a podcast that I'll be doing that it's going to involve people I'm meeting on the road. Uh, mostly van lifers is going to be my main subject. So, other people that are looking to do uh, van life or to uh, want to travel like like I do, they can hear it from other people of the reasons why they started, uh, some of the stuff they've they've done to prepare themselves to start, the vehicles they have, the type of uh, buildouts they have, uh, maybe like their budget they they started with to uh, build out their vehicle, what they're doing for money on the road. Um, and, and all <laughs> the different, um, yeah, all, all the stuff that they, they, they find interesting of living in the van life. And, and along with the podcast, I'll be updating my website, macphototravels.com with a little bio and a little picture and a blurbs of, um, each podcast. That's awesome. It's almost yeah. like, it's like a, uh, it's like a double click into the conversations that we have here. So right. it's like, yeah, no, I, dude, I'm excited for it. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks. I'm going to try to keep them short. I'm trying to keep them like 30 minutes or under, um, that, that way they're kind of just quick hits and, and, um, and I don't want to do an hour because I don't think I could do it. I, I don't think I have the capability of an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you do such a good job of bringing this along that it, it helps to have you. 
No, I think it, it, it's also just that we have a natural banter, and then it suddenly we get to the point of like, holy shit, it's been an hour? All right, no, I guess right? we need to wrap that up, which is kind of where we're at here yeah. for this episode. Yeah. So uh, when, uh, where and when can people um, listen to uh, your new podcast? Um, I'm sure by the time this comes out, uh, my podcast will be up. Awesome. Um, the, the podcast name is Mac Photo Travels and with van and on this first podcast um van actually made an appearance and i'll let i'll let my listeners um see if they can figure out um van's appearance within the podcast it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it should be out uh, mac photo travels um and van and also macphototravels.com is the website that will have the coinciding uh, images and a little bit of story and write up of each podcast. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll make sure that we put the, uh, the links and the information into the bio for this episode. So you guys can click through. Uh, we'll also make sure that it's on the no name Roadshow uh, Instagram account so that yeah. uh, people can find it there too. Uh, dude, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Anything else to, uh, to, to plug Joe? Um, not yet. No, I got something in the works though. Uh, next podcast, um, uh, talk about, it. I've been building skateboards, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll wait for that for the next podcast, but those are really, 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 really cool. And everybody seems to love what's happening with them. Yeah. So I, I'll leave I, that I, as a teaser. Yeah. I've seen the photos that you've been posting on Instagram of them. Like, like you were not joking last episode. Uh, those are like that wood is beautiful. Like they're yeah, that, they're they're gorgeous, gorgeous, I'm gorgeous stoked. decks. Yeah, uh, thanks. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So uh, yeah, everyone, please uh, like, subscribe, tell other folks, uh, follow us on the No Name Roadshow. Leave us comments. Uh, talk about stories or things that you want to hear from us. Uh, thanks to those who entered in for the contest. Uh, we still have some uh, available. So. Uh, you know, email us any ideas, suggestions, or uh, uh, information uh, to no name roadshow at gmail.com uh, and get in contact with us. But uh, yeah, for those of you who put in, uh, you'll definitely be getting a hat. And uh, we can't wait to, uh, to show them to everybody here uh, in the very near future. So uh, without further ado, Joe, thanks again for another awesome episode, man. Uh, great yeah, catching up you. with yeah. you. Yeah, bud. And uh, everyone, Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and uh, we'll talk with you soon. And back to me. Man has no fear and he's always near. Man, yes, he's back. Man.